0: Thank you for joining us today. We are Silicon Slopes Commons here with State of Utah and today we're talking to Representative Karen Kwan. Hi Representative, how are you doing? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm wonderful. So tell us a little bit about yourself and about the district you represent. Well I am
1: now, let's see, I think this is going into my fifth year as a representative. I am in Taylorsville, this is where I live, but I represent parts of Murray,
0: uh, West Valley, and
1: Mill Creek.
0: That's lovely. So um, what? tell me a little bit about your district. Like, have you lived there for a long time?
1: Milana? I have. I moved in here. I actually grew up uh, summering here in Taylorsville. It wasn't called Taylorsville at the time, <laughs> um, but growing up, I had a, a cousin who is my age, and she, um, well, I say She's my age because she was actually my second cousin, so her parents her dad was my actual first cousin, and um she lived right next door to Salt Lake Community College, that was called Trade Tech at the time, and we used to play on campus we'd ride our bikes over there we'd you know, walk over there so i I actually grew up even before I moved here in this area, and so when I moved here, of course, I wanted to live close to my family and so we've been here. It's it's actually gotten much more diverse over the years. Um when I moved in, it was something like 90% Caucasian. I mean it's it's changed a lot. Um and uh you know we're we're seeing not only uh, diversity in, in racial and ethnic uh makeup, but diversity in in all of uh, and always in religious background and and political background. And, you know, and it just, it makes the community, uh, it gives that richness, you know, so I I
0: love this area. That's awesome. So we know that Utah, the Utah legislature is um, supposedly part-time, of course, as a member of leadership that takes up a lot more time. And then with the pandemic and everything that you've had to deal with, that eats up even more time. But do you have a job outside of the legislature? I do, I teach at Salt Lake Community College. <laughs> I,
1: I, um, I teach psychology uh, and that's what my master's degree is in, is in, it's clinical psychology. And uh, my my doctorate though is in educational leadership and policy. So I I work I live uh, right here in Taylorsville I, I work primarily at the Redwood campus you know which is basically the middle of my district right right smack in the middle of it um, and I teach I'm teaching now and I will teach during the the session as I always do so what made you want to run for election yeah um so. Uh, you know, I, I came to politics by way of uh advocacy and, and um nonprofit organizations. I think a, a lot of um the quad caucus. Now the quad caucus are the legislators of color. I think so many of us have come to the uh to politics in this way. Um in fact I was the advisor at the U of U when um, Representative Romero and Senator Escamilla and former Senator um, Ross Romero, um, uh, uh, Congressman Ben McAdams, I mean, they were all undergrads <laughs> at the time that I was there. Um, uh, and, and former former Representative David Lipback, too. I mean, he, he wasn't an undergrad, but we all sort of like, Um, knew each other uh, many, many years ago. So I I didn't really think of politics in the sense of serving in this way. I thought of it in terms of serving with uh, the the communities. Um, When the woman that ran for uh, this seat uh, before me decided to not, um, she decided to drop out of the race about a week before filing in 2014, I was asked to run. And it really took me some time to kind of figure out what that meant. So and and you know I've just have been so um, um, honored to be able to represent my community, not only District Thirty Four, but the uh, my my own um, uh, Asian and Pacific Islander communities as well. I should point out, Elizabeth, that I didn't know at the time. I knew that if if I had won, I would be the very first Chinese American to serve at the state level like this. What I didn't know was at um and i learned out later that i am the very first chinese american to ever run for <laughs> yeah for for a legislative office we could not find of a a case a, a case you know we we didn't we could not find evidence of this before and we, i asked the um elders in our communities and they're like we don't know of anyone else well, damn.
0: so it, yeah <laughs> There you go. That's kind of the look after the fact. That's awesome. So what has been your favorite part of serving so far? You know,
1: it really is. People say, oh, it's an honor to serve. And it sounds like it's such a, you know, like a political statement. It really is true uh, um, for me to be able to be at the level that, um, you know, the conversations that I uh, have to be able to bring my community, our community, um, uh, the voices into these conversations, that's that's a great thing. Um, and, and that privilege and honor is such a wonderful thing. The thing that surprised me the most, and the thing that um, I think I'll take, uh, I'll, I'll always have, Um, are the relationships that you build Um, and Elizabeth I'm sure that you understand this too because I know so many of my colleagues still speak so highly of you and I know you still have um, um, you know close relationships with them and this isn't just the democratic colleagues right these are um, uh, on both both sides of the aisle you know I have I have Republican BFFs <laughs> and and I have Democratic BFFs. So, you know, it's just been so wonderful to meet people from across the state and be able to connect in this way. You know,
0: and, and my love for the wonky policies. <laughs> Well, speaking of wonky policy, we are currently in a worldwide pandemic, and it's crazy, and you have very um, extensive specialties that kind of lets you see into the daily lives of what people are experiencing right now, both with your degree in psychology and education policy and just kind of the craziness of what every Utah is going through. What do you think the legislature looking forward to the um, upcoming general session can do to help stem the, stem the tide of the pandemic and help get Utah's back where they need to be?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, when we, um, the the pandemic has disrupted everything, like every system. Um, and it, we have learned the, uh, uh, great intersections between so many of these systems education, um, uh, you know economics, health, um, public safety, um, community advocacy. Uh, and so the, it's these intersections that I mean it's something that I think I've always thought about and and implemented in policy, but um, it's it's been exposed at such a great level. Uh, what we need to do is think holistically. Uh, no, it's not either or. It has never been either or, but we um, have we legislate in this sort of um, altered reality where we. Uh, pretend that it's either or so that we can make sure that our policy is succinct and addresses what we want it to address. And I I think that as we move forward, we need to think more holistically that not only will education policy impact education, but it also impacts other pieces of infrastructure. What about food insecurity? What about uh, domestic violence? What about um, uh, uh, clean air? What about, I mean, there's just so many Um, uh, impacts to what we
0: do. So a little on the opposite side, if we weren't in a worldwide pandemic, where would your focus be?
1: Probably still where it is now. Um, You know, I was surprised I looked at the list from the past the, the uh, NRM session that we have a, a listing of all of the committee bills that that pass and is going to now move forward into the session. I sort of looked it over and thought, well, there's probably going to be a whole lot of pandemic related uh, bills and it, it looks pretty common. And, and I don't mean common as in, you know, it's not not important. What I mean is that these look like it could be from any other any other session. So I was I was quite surprised at that. But but probably as I thought about it, probably, I shouldn't be surprised we had so many uh, special sessions to specifically address uh, COVID related policy. And we certainly need to continue to do that. Um, and we will continue to do that. But my policies um, that I forward have, have often been uh, looking at communities uh, that, uh, looking at, at um equity issues for communities that are often um, overlooked, that is uh, seniors, um, uh, children, uh, um, ethnic and racial communities, uh, LGBT, so I, uh, I um, and, and language minorities. So, you know, I am looking at um, how to build um, um, equity within our policies and to make sure that there, we don't have um, unintended consequences on these um, on these communities,
0: I'm pretty sure unintended consequences is going to be on the bingo card next year.' I've already started making my list, I'm like, oh, this is enough <laughs> special sessions that i can I can go yes. accurately and predict yeah. some more interesting phrases that are going to come along. Okay, so now we're just going to jump into the lightning round. Kate, hey. Okay. What is your most unusual talent? Oh, juggling. You can juggle? Uh, Not very well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Could you go 30 days without your phone? No. What generation are you from? I'm a boomer. (laughs) What's your favorite jelly bean? Oh, um, probably buttered popcorn. Okay, that's that's a really good one. I re- that's honestly probably one, one of my favorites. Um, dogs or cats? Cats. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, this is a boring one. I want to be a psychologist. That's not. And
1: I am um, <laughs> well, boring than that. It, it's not like I want to be an astronaut or
0: a uh, you know a a baseball Senator, player or something. Senator no. Sandal just told me. <laughs> So he's a rancher and he, he was, I asked him the exact same question and he's like, I always wanted to be a rancher. Uh, that's, awesome. it. that's it. That's, that's, all that. so that's perfect. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, invisibility. That would be very interesting. I think, especially at the legislature. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst movie you've ever seen?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I've seen some awful movies, but I I actually walked out of a movie. I can't even remember what it was called. It was so awful. So I I don't know. I'm sorry. I I don't, I don't know. Oh, how about this? Um, And and people will be very happy or or, um, uh, disgusted with me. Breakfast at Tiffany's. And it's not because of the movie, but because of the racism in it.
0: Oh, yeah, I we had to study it in, um, I took like two film classes in undergrad and we, yeah, that's, that's an interesting film to watch from a very different perspective. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Different times, I suppose. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah. We'll go with that. Um, what is the strangest text or email that you've ever gotten from a constituent?
1: Oh, you know, it's, it's interesting because sometimes I'll get texts out of context and I'll be like, wait, is, this is supposed to go to me but um no my my answer for this one has to be all of the many texts that are sorry emails that i've been getting recently about um asking uh for the transportation committee to not vote for mandated um uh testing because yeah exactly so that face like <laughs> okay that's not a thing because the transportation isn't community isn't looking at that. But um I mean, I think it was a, a mistake that some website had on it and then people sort of, you know, pressed, yes, I don't want that. <laughs> and yeah. so it comes to me. And and the thing is is I we've gotten four or five hundred of these emails. That's just wrong. It's not it's not the transportation committee. We're not doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not a thing that's actually <laughs> it's yes. <laughs> Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Well, how fun this is. And thank you so much for asking me. Yeah, of course. We'll see you soon. See ya.